everyone, it's me, Shay, and welcome back to yet another podcast. Today, I am going to be giving you guys a little bit of a book haul. So these are all of the books that I've bought or that I have received from the month of, I think like, October 2021 to March 2022. And let me just say, I've uh, been rec- I've received and bought a lot of books in that time. So I'm really excited to share them all with you. But before we get into it, if you aren't already subscribed and you enjoy my content, please don't forget to down below. I would really appreciate it. It means the absolute world to me when one of you guys subscribes. So yes, let's get into it. So I'm just going to dive straight into this with some of the fiction books that I've picked up, just like regular fiction. And the first three books are actually part of the series of Unfortunate Events series by Lemony Snicket. I got these secondhand, and I listened to the first three on audiobook. I love them. They're really fun. So I definitely want to continue reading the series. Um, The first three books include The Bad Beginning, The Reptile Room, and The Wide Window, and I got those all secondhand. So, basically, the series follows these siblings. One's name is Violet, one's name is Sunny, and then the other's name is Klaus. And what happens in the first book is that they're they're at the beach, and then they find out that their parents died in their house fire. So their parents are gone, and their house is gone. And so they have to go live with this weird relative who is trying to inherit their fortune, which means all sorts of different things, trying to marry them off, m- murder them. It's it's dark, but it's also really funny, <laughs> which I know sounds like kind of wrong, but like it is. It's a really fun, funny series with this like very dark plot line. So um, yeah, I'm definitely enjoying them though. And then I also got the next three volumes in a series of manga that I'm trying to get through. And manga is something that is very hard to get your hands on in the U.S., I feel like. And if you do, they're expensive, so I'm collecting very slow. But I am reading the Yatsuba Yatsuba series by the mangaka Kiyohiko Azuma. Or Azuma. Believe that's how you pronounce it. Um, I have the first two volumes, so now I have up to volume five, and this is just a really fun series that follows this five-year-old girl named Yatsuba, and she moves to a different part of Japan, and just kind of like her adventures there, it's just really chill and like, kind of like cotton candy for your mind, it's very easy to read. So yeah. Next, I have a mystery and mystery i have i don't have a lot of mystery so this is fun this is actually ya so all the stuff that i've mentioned previous previously is middle grade but this is ya and this book is the inheritance games by jennifer lynn barnes and i read this book around thanksgiving time it was so good i loved it i read it really fast It's so good, but I haven't picked up the second one yet. I just haven't had the chance to go out and purchase it, 
but I do have that on my list because the first one absolutely blew my mind. It's incredible. And if you enjoy mystery, even if you don't enjoy mystery, I recommend that you try this because it's so good. It follows this girl named Avery Grams, who is a high schooler who one day finds out that she inherited like a lot of money from this dude that she never met in her entire life. And she has to go to his house for the year. And there are his four hot grandsons. Yes, romance. <laughs> and it's just a really good book. I highly recommend it. Okay. Next, I have some nonfiction that I got. First, we have Titanic Young Survivors by Alan Zulo which my aunt bought me for Christmas. This is just a collection of short stories that all have something to do with ti the Titanic. I think they each follow a different person who was on the Titanic um, because it's part of the 10 True Tales series. So there are 10 short stories. This is a middle grade book. I have not read it yet. I want to though. And then I have The Reading Promise by Alice Ozma. My father in the books we shared, and I read this on my trip to Ireland, and I loved it. It was a really, really fun memoir. I think it's actually, like, this is going to sound weird, but I think this is actually written for adults, but, like, there was literally no language or mature content in it. Um, I was, my aunt also gave me this. So, I'm not sure how this would appeal to a lot of kids, and I'm not trying to say, like, oh my god, it's so amazing, because I read an adult memoir and I enjoyed it. Like, if you think you'd be into it, then i say go for it. But, like, it's actually, I feel like a lot of kids would find this incredibly boring, but it's a memoir between this daughter and this father, and they made this promise to read 100 consecutive nights, and it's just, it's really cute, and I love it a lot. It's really fun. I kind of wish, like, it didn't end when it finished, so. <laughs> Maybe that will be your kickstart into reading it. Okay. Next genre I have is realistic fiction. And all the realistic fiction I'm about to talk about is why, not why, middle grade. Middle grade realistic fiction because when you get into YA realistic fiction is actually called like a contemporary novel but realistic fiction that's what we call it in the middle grade verse so the first book I have is Front Desk by Kelly Yang which I did read and I did love it's a really cool book about this um, Asian immigrant who moves to America in hope in hopes for a better life but ends she ends up working at this motel front desk and life there is more difficult than she expected it to be um and it's kind of based off uh the true story of like what the author experienced when she moved to america yes so um i'm excited that i have i was gonna say i'm excited to read it but i already have read it um and I did like it, so I thought it was really good. Then I have Falling Over Sideways by Jordan Sonnenblick, which is a book 
that I got secondhand because the cover, y'all, the cover, it is a bright yellow with a saxophone, I believe, and it is beautiful. It's so gorgeous. But this is a story about a girl named Claire whose life is apparently a joke, and then her dad falls over, and then, whoa. Um, so yeah, it's just a book about grieving. I don't, I'm actually not very sure, really sure what this book is about, but I have read the first chapter, and I think that the writing is kind of cool, so I'm excited to experience that more when I do end up actually getting into reading it <laughs> but yeah next I have kind of a big deal by Shannon Hale which is a story about a girl named Josie Pye who her she doesn't talk to her mother her boyfriend doesn't call her anymore and so she discovers reading as a high school dropout a high school dropout who wanted to become part of theater group but she didn't end up doing it so she's just her life is a mess so she ends up picking up a book and experiencing how amazing books are but it also kind of takes over her life and comes kind of a big deal I think so that's why it's called kind of a big deal that's my theory um it's the cover on this is also gorgeous I got this second hand in like literally pristine condition like literally somebody probably bought this from Barnes and Nobles and just donated it to the library book sales that I've been going to. That's how nice it looks. So yeah. Next I have Breakout by Kate Messner, which is the story about Nora Tucker who comes uh wait. Oh, it's told between these three different girls and it's about their summer. One of the Inmates in a high-security prison in their town escapes, and so everyone's on lockdown so that they don't get hurt, and it's really cool. I loved it. Um, it just has this really cool mixed-media format, so it has letters and text messages, and originally I actually read this from my um, English teacher's library, but then I saw it at a book sale, and I knew that I liked it a lot, so I picked it up. Next, we have Counting by Sevens by Holly Goldberg Sloan, which, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I have no idea what this book is about. I know it's about this quirky little girl who counts by sevens to distract herself, but I bought this secondhand. It doesn't even have a dust jacket, <laughs> um, because I saw my friend reading it, and she said it was really good, so that's why I have it. Next, I have... The Tiger Rising by Gaty Camillo, which I read this when I was like seven, and then I like didn't, I read it again this year for school, which <laughs> I was like, y'all, I read this book when I was seven, and I'm reading it in middle school now, oop, so, I'm so amazing, yes, no, I'm kidding, but it's just like, it was kind of crazy. That I was reading a book that I read when I was seven as a 12 year old but okay um it was good I think that this is a really quick story by the wonderful Kate D. Camillo it follows a boy named Rob who discovers a really big 
tiger in a cage in the middle of the woods and then he meets this crazy girl named Sistine Bailey and it's just really short I wouldn't say it's not worth your time it's just not my favorite Kate DiPaola book it's 116 pages so I mean I'd say read it that's it for my realistic fiction books now I think I'm going to move on to some of the classics I have starting off with not a classic great start um The Witches by Roald Dahl I have this on my classic shelves because people consider Roald Dahl to be one of those really classic authors, but it's not, this book is not a classic. So I put it with all my other Roald Dahl, Roald Dahl books. That's why it's there. But The Witches is a story about witches. Uh, and I'm just going to read the back of the book to you because I don't really know how else to describe the synopsis. I have not read this yet. <clears throat> it says, this is not a fairy tale. This is about real witches. Grandmama loves to, loves to tell about witches. Real witches are the, most, are the most dangerous of all living creatures on earth. There's nothing they hate so much as children, and they work all kinds of terrifying spells to get rid of them. Her grandson listens closely to Grandmama's stories, but nothing can prepare him for the day he comes face to face with the Grand High Witch herself. So, yes. Uh, I know this is more of like a book for younger kids, but like, honestly, Road Doll hits every single time for me. I love him. I love his work. So, I have this, and I'm going to read it. Yay. <clears throat> okay, now moving on to some actual classics. And a lot of these have... So, four of these are actually from a box boxed set. Two of them I got to secondhand, and then another two of them I bought in Ireland. So we're going to go through all of them, starting with the books in the box set. This is a beautiful collection of books I got for Christmas from my grandmother. Um, and these are the Bloomsbury editions of four different classics. First, we have A Little Princess by Frances Hod Hodgson Burnett, which I have not read. Uh, this book follows a girl named a girl I don't know what her name is actually so yep um but it follows this girl who's living life like a princess um and then she kind of loses like all her money and she has to figure out how to live in this like she gets kicked out of this boarding school and it's kind of just about how being rich isn't everything it's a classic for children so these are all children's classics because I'm a child. Then we have Heidi by Johanna Spirey, which is a girl, it's about this German girl who goes to live with this, his, her grandmother, who is this weird man that, like, everybody thinks is really strange and creepy, and they end up having this really cool relationship that's really cute. So, that's that. And it takes place in the mountains, and I think just, like, reading about being in the mountains is going to be so beautiful. So, yeah. And then I have Little Women by Louisa May Alcott, which is literally so huge. I've seen editions of this that are only like 400 pages. Y'all, this book is over 700 pages. Over 700. So I don't know where all these pages are coming from when I've seen editions that are 400, 500 pages. But like, I don't even know how to... I think it's just because it has... I don't even know. It doesn't even have that big of text. I don't know. 
Um, the last book in that box set, though, is Anne of Green Gables by Ellen Montgomery, which is an absolute classic. This follows a girl named Anne who gets picked up by this family because she's an orphan. They were This family was expecting to get a boy to work on the farm for them, but they end up getting this crazy girl who doesn't shut up and... I don't know. I really want to read this. I started it, but then it was just sitting on my currently reading shelf on Goodreads for, like, months. But I want to dedicate time to, like, actually, like, getting into it and reading it. Because it's just so pretty and it sounds so awesome. Uh, this is the book that inspired the Netflix movie. I think it's on Netflix. Anne with an E, so. Annie with an... I think it's called Annie with me. I may just be really, really stupid, and I'm... Okay. Anyways, we're gonna move on. Um, to go along with Anne of Green Gables, though, I actually got my mom's copy of Anne of Green Gables, so another edition that's a little less pretty, I have to say. And then I also got Anne of Avonlea, or I Avonlea, I think it's Anne of Avonlea, um, which is the second book in the series, um, so I'm gonna read that soon, too. Next, I have those two books that I got in Ireland, which are Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan, and these are actually matching editions um, from the Wordsworth edition collections, and these are so pretty. Alice in Wonderland, I actually have read. Alice in Wonderland is a classic by the wonderful Lewis Carroll, and this is just about a girl named Alice who goes down this rabbit hole one day because she's following this bunny that looks very strange and then she ends up in wonderland where all sorts of crazy things happen and it's really short and i read it in a day and i loved it it was really easy to read for a classic and it had this really fun plot and i i think it's awesome so i recommend that 100 percent. and then i have peter pan by jam berry which of course is about Peter Pan in Neverland and all that crazy stuff, chicken the Neverland pirate vibes, you know. We love it. Actually, this is probably has nothing to do with chicken the Neverland pirates. I take that back. Um So yeah, I'm gonna read that. I still have not read that, but I want to. And then I have The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse by Charlie Mackesee, which I have not, it's not a classic at all, but I keep it on my classic shelf because I have no idea where else to put it. Um, uh, my grandmother gave this to me for Christmas. It is so good. It's just, ah, I don't even, it doesn't even have a synopsis. It's just a book of like wonderful, like words between these four friends. And I'm just going to open up to a random page and I'll read you one of the quotes because it's not really uh you know it doesn't you don't really have to it's not a spoiler okay so um ooh, this is a good one what is the bravest thing you've ever said asked the boy help said the horse it's just so pretty I love it it's so good okay buy that book please thank you um next I'm gonna do my romance and I started getting into young adult romance around the time I started getting to YA altogether, which makes sense because YA romance is like such a big thing. But um, the 
literally all of my romance collection is I've bought recently from the time that I'm recording this. <laughs> Does that make sense? From September to March, these are all my romance books pretty much all together. So I'm just going to start with this trilogy that I have been gifted and bought and purchased and all that fun stuff. This is the Love and Other Detours trilogy by Janet Vince Welch, which is a really, really fun romance trilogy that follows a different character. And you can read these out of order, but because they're just companion novels, but like the stories all intertwine, so I highly recommend that you read them all together. The first one is Love and Gelato, which is by far the best book in the entire trilogy, and I haven't even read the third book yet. It's the first book that was published, and it's about this girl named Lena who goes to Italy, and she develops this romance between a boy while getting closer to her father after her mother passes away from cancer. It's just, it's so good. I love it. And then I have Love and Luck by Janet Benz Welch, which was not that good. <laughs> I gave it like three stars, so I guess it's not all that bad, but like it had none of the romance that Love and Gelato did. It was really short. The formatting was weird. It was just a lot different, but it kind of stinks that it didn't end up being that amazing because my aunt actually gave this to me for my trip to Ireland because it takes place in Ireland and I was really excited to read it, but it didn't really meet my expectations, unfortunately. And then last but not least, we have Love and Olives, which is about a girl named Liv who goes to uh, Greece. I was going to say Greek, but that's not a place. Um, she goes to Greece, once again, to get closer with her father. And this is a huge book. It's absolutely ginormous. Um, it's like 500 pages, so I don't know how we went from like, you know, 300, 400 pages with Love and Gelato, then there was like 300 pages with Love and Luck, and now we have a 500 pages with Love and Other, Love, Love and Olives, oh my god, um, but hopefully this has more romance, because I'm reading this trilogy for the romance, pretty much, in the characters, and Love and Luck had none of that, so it's kind of weird. But I'm excited to read Love and Olives. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, I've done some research and it has some really cool sounding scenes. So, yeah. Next, I have Everything, Everything by Nicola Yoon. Which, I've read all three of Nicola Yoon's books. I only own one. But to rank them, Everything, Everything, by far the best book that she's ever put out. The second book that I would add is The Sun is Also a Star. But... We're not going to talk about the synopsis of the other two books, aside from Everything, Everything. And then last, I would put, um, what's it called? Instructions for Dancing, because I hated that book. It was really bad. Um, but Everything, Everything is a, it's so good. It's so good. I read it in, like, a day. It's about this girl named, um, I forget her name dude. Where is this? Oh, it's about this girl named Madeline who cannot go outside because she's lived her entire life with this really bad sickness that her mother diagnosed her with, um, where 
like she cannot touch or do anything because it will make her sick she's like allergic to everything and it's so good she falls in love with the boy he moves in next door and they talk through like chats online chats and then she ends up going on this crazy adventure where she actually goes outside and it's so good it's so good i please read it next we have anna and the french kiss by stephanie perkins which is a french romance this book takes place in stinking paris read it please the love interest is really hot it's so good you'll love it um and then last we have one that i also have not read which is Hani and Ishu's Guide to Fake Dating by Adiba Jigridar. I believe that's how you would pronounce the name of this person. But this takes place between two girls. This is a romance between two girls. And one of them comes out to bise- as bisexual. Her friends don't believe her because she's only dated men and they're kind of homophobic. So she's like, well, I'm going to prove to them that I am bisexual. And so she starts dating Ishu who is this really pretty girl and at first they're just fake dating to so that she can convince her friends but then they actually end up falling in love and they have to deal with the homophobia surrounding their relationship and I have not read it yet but I'm so excited too because it sounds so good so yes um now I'm gonna move on to some fantasy oh my god I have a lot of fantasy. Okay. The first three books are part of the Twisted Tale series. This is a series published by Disney, which uh, is basically the series that you can read out of order, um, where every single book takes place in the world of one of your favorite Disney movies. It still keeps the same characters you know and love while introducing new ones, and it keeps the basic idea of the same plot that you love while having a twist, which is why it's called Twisted Tale. So, I have three of them, and the first one is What Once Was Mine by Liz Braswell. There are three different authors that contribute to the series, so if you notice different authors as I go through these, that's why. They're all still part of the same series. But this is the retelling of Tangled. Tangled is my favorite movie of literally all time. I don't care if that makes me sound like an eight-year-old. Tangled is literally the best movie ever it's so good. And I bought this at Target in hardback because I love it so much that I just needed the hardback of it because it deserves it. It's so good. Um, so it keeps the same characters that I love, but it added the twist. What if Rapunzel's mother drank a potion from the wrong flower? It's so good. The romance between Flynn and Rapunzel. Yes. Mm, it's just so good. I love it. Next, we have A Whole New World by Liz Braswell, which is the Aladdin retelling. Aladdin is a movie that I only watched around a year ago, um, not when I was younger. So I'm planning on re-watching the movie and then reading the book. So this is a book that my aunt gave me. Um... And the twist for it is, what if Aladdin had never found the lamp? So I'm going to rewatch the movie and then read this, and I'm really excited to get around to doing that. 
And then last but not least, we have, or last but not least for the Twisted Tales, I have Reflection, which is Mulan's story. And this is actually by Elizabeth Lim and not Liz Browswell. And I also need to rewatch Mulan before I read this as well, because I don't know that story as well. But I think that's what's going to make it really fun. And the twist for it is, what if Mulan had to travel to the underworld? Which sounds really cool. So yeah, that's it for that. Then we have Heartless by Marissa Mayer, or Marissa Meyer, I believe it's Marissa Meyer, actually. Um, But this is a book that is so popular and it is a Alice in Wonderland retelling and I actually bought this just yesterday because I finished Alice in Wonderland so recently that I just felt like since this has got so much hype surrounding it I definitely really want to try it but it's basically the Queen of Hearts story um and I'm just really excited to read it. It's very thick, which we love. It's very floppy. It has fan art. The cover is gorgeous. Like, what's not to love? Everyone thinks it's ridiculously good, so I think I'm going to love it. And, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. Next, we have Amari and the Knight Brothers by B.B. Alston, which is a middle-grade fantasy book about this girl named Amari, whose brother goes missing, and she ends up finding out that she's, like, a magical girl and she has to go to this camp where she learns how this magic system works and I have already read this I only gave it three stars I didn't really like it that much like it was fine but you know whatever it's okay I didn't like it that much um but I know a lot of people do so I'm definitely not saying that it's not worth a shot and then I have a book that is very thick. This is Cornelia Funk's Dragon Rider. I read this a really long time ago when I was in third grade, and I loved it. And I saw this at a secondhand book sale, and I was just like, well, I liked it so much, why not have a copy? Because it's secondhand, and it's cheap, and yes. So I bought it, haven't read it, haven't reread it, I should say. But it's a really cool book, and it's like this classic story fairy tale plot about like this boy who goes on a quest and he finds dragons and new friends and he's like fighting off these evil dark forces and it's just very like that classic fairy tale sort of vibe next i have the siren by kira cast which is a really fun fantasy romance between this girl named kaylin who cannot speak to the boy who a kinley who is a human But she's, like, falling in love with him really fast, and just to make a choice between staying with her sea sisters in the ocean, um, and figuring out how to have this relationship with this boy because they are soulmates. And it is pretty good. I liked it. Kira Cass wrote the Selection series, which, um, I love. It's ridiculously good. So, I was had higher expectations with The Siren. I didn't end up loving it, though. I think I only gave it, like, three or 3.5 stars. So, it was good, but not my favorite. Next, we had... Next, we have This Woven Kingdom by Tahara Mafi. Mm. <laughs> if you know me, you know that I am obsessed with the Shatter Me series. 
so this is Tara Nafi's new fantasy trilogy and this is the first book and it's so good <laughs> it's so good so it follows this girl named Elise who is a servant she then finds out that she is part of like this really cool like she's like the queen of this thing and like then there's like Comron, who's like the prince who's really hot so there's like enemies to lovers romance in it and there's Persian in, in their stories inspired by Persian mythology which is so cool I've never read anything like that and I finished this pretty recently and I gave it five stars because it is ridiculously amazing and you should go read it please do that thank you um and then last but not least for fantasy we have J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone which I know I already have like one two three editions of Harry Potter including this one but this is the version that was edited and illustrated by Mina Lima who did a lot of the artwork for the Harry Potter movies so this is so cool and has all these crazy illustrations and fold outs and pull outs um and this is another gift for my grandmother for Christmas I loved it thanks Mima that's what I call her so now we're moving on to the dystopian, and I literally took, took off every single book from my dystopian shelf because I really started getting to dystopian in October, so that's when I started buying all these books, and all of my books I bought in that time. To start, we have... The Maze Runner series, which I bought secondhand, which includes The Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials, The Desk Cure, and then I also bought one of the prequels, which is The Kill Order. And the first book, I have not read any of the books in the series, and I have the entire series. Kind of have a little bit of a habit of doing that. You'll see as I talk to you about things. Um, but. The Maze Runner is about this boy named Thomas who wakes up only remembering his name in this really weird place where the only place to escape is through a maze that nobody's ever came out of alive so but i'm really excited to read this series yes next we have the divergent series by veronica roth which consists of Di divergent insurgent allegiant and four which is the short story collection that goes along with the series and oh my gosh i have not read the series either but i'm actually going to be buddy reading it with my friend um and we're going to read it together because she has her own copies and she also loves to read like me so yes but um divergent is a story of this girl named tris who lives in this dystopian society where when you turn 16 you have to choose between four different sections of the society depending on like your personality and what you're good at and she has to choose between her family and what she loves and there's a romance and there's fishy stuff going on with the inner works of the society and the government so she has to figure out that it's just you know classic dystopian um, apparently the ending of the last book is ridiculously horrible, so I don't know how that's gonna go, but 
I have all four of them. Um, I have all of them, and I'm going to read them with my friend. So yeah. Um, next I have the Scythe trilogy or the Ark of the Scythe trilogy by Neil Shusterman, which is actually sci-fi, not dystopian. But this is the only sci-fi that I own, so I just put it in with my dystopians. So. I haven't read any of these either. I got them all for Christmas. But it's basically in a society where nobody can die unless you are killed by the scythe. And scythes are people that are chosen every year to kill a few different people. Because if they don't, then the, then the population of the city will go like really overboard and all crazy. And... That's why they have to kill some people to keep it under control. But obviously, there's, like, a love story, and there's, like, it's very wrong what they're doing. So they just have to figure out how to kind of figure out how to make sure that this doesn't happen anymore. And the last book is The Toll. And this book is, like, 600 pages, so... (laughs) I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna do it. And I'm excited because my aunt, who is a middle school librarian, says that these books, nobody's ever came to her and said that they didn't like them. And she said she liked them a lot as well. So, yeah. Then we have The Giver by Lois Lowry, which I got secondhand and I hated it. We're not even gonna talk about that. That was a really bad book. Please don't read it. Um, next pile of dystopian, I have. The Legend Trilogy by Marie Lu. Uh, I finished all three of these. The first one, five stars, so good. The second one, four stars, still really liked it. The third one, the ending stunk. It was horrible. So I don't know what to say about the series. It's probably like a three-star series altogether for me. It really stunk, the ending. But the first one was good. It kind of is just one of those dystopian series where the first one is good and then it goes all downhill from there so yeah then i have the hunger games trilogy by susan collins which includes the hunger games catching fire and mockingjay i've read all three of these they're all so good please go read them this is about a series this is a series about this girl named katniss who lives in a society where every single year two people from each um from each district and there are like 12 districts i'm not going to give you guys any spoilers so there are 12 districts and um there are two people from each district who go to fight every year in a uh fight to the death series that is broadcasted on television and it's, it's so good. The first one is really good. The second one and third one aren't as good as the first one, but they're still really, really good. And I loved it. It was awesome. Then I have the Selection series by Kira Cass, which consists of the Selection, the Elite, and the One. These are all really, really amazing. Um, the romance in them is so good. I loved them, and remember earlier we were talking about The Siren, which was Kira Cass's standalone fantasy romance, which is, was not as good, but this series is a lot better, so please go read them. 
And there's also a spin-off duology that I got in the box set that I bought the trilogy with, which is about uh, the romance between the two people who end up together in the first book. It's about their daughter, and I haven't read it yet because apparently it's really, really bad. But I have read the first three books, uh, the original trilogy, and I loved it, so yeah. Then, last but not least, for dystopia or dystopian i have the shatter me series i have every single novella in book in this series aside from unite me which i am going to purchase soon so but that series is definitely a little more mature but you need to read it because if like if it's in within the age group and it has something that your parents are going to be fine with you reading then like please read it, because it's just really good. It's so good. Um, I read, like, I, (laughs) I literally am always thinking about this series. It's kind of unhealthy how much I think about it, but we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) But that's it for Dystopian. Um, then I have the second and third book in the Percy Jackson series. I'm collecting all five of the books in the series, and I read the first first one, and I loved it. So then I bought the second two. Haven't gone around to them yet, but I will because the first one was so good. And I only have two more books to talk about. I actually missed a sci-fi, which is Artemis Fowl, and I'm currently annotating this book. So I forgot about it because it's on my desk with my annotating supplies. But this is a book about this criminal mastermind who is 12 years old and it has fairies and all this cool magic stuff in it and I'm really excited to read that or get further into that and then I have the book that I'm currently reading which is The Book Thief by Marcus Sudak which is this crazy good book that makes everyone cry and it's about World War II in Germany with Hitler and all this crazy stuff and yeah that's pretty much it for my book haul. I know this book haul was extremely long. So thank you for sticking around if you made it all the way through. But I love you all so, so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will see you in the next one.